the Gentech podcast discussing business, investing, and marketing. How's it going, guys? Welcome to episode two of CEO Talk. This is the holiday special, and honestly, the info we have in this episode, it's kind of like Santa came early. Amel, how are you doing today? Amazing. We're super excited to do our first CEO Talk at the new office. I love the setup, and I want to do a huge shout out for uh, Raw, who's actually setting this up, recording it, editing it, and everything. So thank you, Raw. In the meantime, let's talk about coaches. Yeah. So um, as you guys know, we have the scalable revenue ecosystem that we have launched um, a few months ago. A lot of our clients have actually um, onboarded onto their program and are seeing great results. And we want to discuss a few things that we noticed that they were maybe missing or that like they fine tuned that you guys can implement into your business, even if you're not in a program, because there's a lot of stuff that you can probably take away from this video. Right. So I feel like one of the biggest things that people struggle with is they feel like their biggest struggle is the appointment setting. But even though that might be a huge bottleneck for your business, you don't realize that you're not that good at sales, right? Most people think that they're the best salesperson until you actually sit down and write down your numbers. You might feel like you're the killer salesperson that can close every single deal um, if you're given a qualified client, but then when you sit down, you have like a 5% conversion rate. So like, are you really that good of a salesperson? So what our purpose in this video is for you to be able to find out what your true sales ability is and how you can improve it through the systems that we found works best. And I love that you shared that because I found that the biggest reason that most people do not know how to like increase their sales is because they're not tracking it. They feel like they're a good salesperson and might think that they're closing at 50, 40, 30%. But if you truly look back, you might be closing at 10, 15%. So, my biggest tip and like the first tip that I have for you guys is actually tracking your numbers, knowing exactly how many appointments are you generating, how many people are actually closing, how many people are actually in a follow-up sequence and so forth. So the first one is actually track your leads, track your booked appointments and then track your close rate. Yeah, one thing that um, I ask all my clients is what's your close rate? And every single person that tells me 90% plus, I'm like, okay, this person doesn't even know their close rate. So. You can't have a close rate like that and not be able to grow your business and be bottlenecked, right? If your close rate is 90%, then you should be hitting million dollar months, right? So um, if you don't know what your close rate is or you're convinced that your close rate is at 90% plus, then it's best to go back down, sit down, write down your numbers because at the end of the day, lying to yourself is not gonna help you grow your business. What about, okay, like say they are a decent salesperson, but they right. feel like most of their appointments are unqualified. Right. How do you fix that issue? So I feel like a lot of the unqualification or qualifying someone, if you will, um, comes down to two things. Number one is setting the right appointment. So not just allowing anybody to book an appointment. And number two is making sure to qualify them after they book. That's one thing that a lot of people don't do. And it's something that we do that differentiates us from other people. And we've seen that the people who do this tend to have a much higher quality conversation is let's say someone booked an appointment. Most people, they're like, oh, like, let me not hit this person up and I'm just gonna hop on the call or whatever. Like, no, contact this person, message them, DM them, send them a Facebook message. Hey, how much, how's your day going? Like, is this really how much you're making per month? Is this really like what, like you kind of like start a conversation in order to know if their answers to the qualification questions were true. Exactly, and I do like that one. Like actually like re-questioning one of the qualification questions. So typically within the Calendly or the VSL funnel, 
you'll have some kind of questionnaire. So if you just DM them and say, hey, I see that you guys are generating $1 million a month. Uh, what is the highest like reason that you guys are like hitting those numbers? Just something small just to get them engaged so that they actually show up. The biggest reason that we have VSLs in place is to disqualify the leads that aren't qualified. Because as a salesperson, I've been there as well. You hop on a meeting, you do super well, you crush it, you close the sale, you move on to the next one, unqualified, move on to the next one, unqualified. It kills your momentum. You do not want to hop on these calls that are unqualified because guess what? The fourth call that is qualified, you end up getting a negative notion and you end up losing that deal. So make sure that all your appointments, whenever you hop on that call, they're actually qualified and you get that momentum so that you can close. Actually, I think that's a big thing, tip as well, just like getting that momentum so that you do increase your close rate just through that itself. 100%. One thing that I also want to mention is eight, no matter how you slice it, no matter how good your targeting is, no matter how good your ad is, 80% of the people who click are not qualified. They will never work with you. They're never going to pay you. They're just clicking. They're just browsing, window shopping, whatever you want to call it. So 80% of your clicks are never going to buy. So Technically, if you keep that momentum going, 80% of your appointments are gonna be unqualified, thus you're gonna lose motivation on those calls. So that's why you wanna unqualify those people that are not qualified because you want them to basically be like so alert that they're unqualified that they don't book an appointment. It's kinda of like you're just holding a big red sign that says, do not book if you are not this person. And that's really how you qualify in 2022, 2023, just because there is so much going on. People have such a short attention span. They see, learn how to make $100,000 a month or scale your business to $100,000 a month. And then they don't realize that they need a business doing at least 20K in the first place. They're like, oh, gimme, gimme, gimme. And then they don't actually read the instructions. That's why you wanna disqualify on every section of the funnel to try to get a higher qualified sales call. I love that. And now let's move on to, okay, you got the qualified appointment. How do you actually close them? So the one tip that I want to discuss in this video as well is your confidence. People can tell if you're not confident. Usually if you're not confident, they won't be confident in the service that you're selling. So how do you increase your confidence? Unless you're a CEO and you actually built the system that you're selling, most salespeople do not understand the process. And if you do not understand the process, you can't be confident. And the only way you build your confidence is by learning and studying. Why is Kobe Bryant so confident when he goes out on the court is because he has thrown so many free shots in the past. When you practice and you implement the same process, you end up just doing it on autopilot. You don't have to think about it. And then people can tell that you're natural, you're confident, and then they're more likely to move forward with you. I love that. And the, 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 the one thing I do want to mention is that sales is helping. I'm sure you've heard that before. Sales is helping. It's not selling, right? It's, it's helping someone go from point A to point B when they want to go from point A to point B, just kind of making that transaction simpler. That's really what sales is. So if you're sitting there productizing your service or productizing your coaching program, you're gonna miss out on a lot. What you wanna do is you wanna just talk about your clients. You wanna talk about the benefit. You wanna talk about the end goal and you wanna talk about the process, but without productizing what you do. So let's say you're a coach or a consultant and you help people double their monthly revenue, let's say. Instead of saying, uh, I'm gonna sit down with you for one hour once a week and we're gonna post five times on your Instagram and we're going to run three ads on Facebook and $100 a day on Google and this and that, that's productizing your service. What you wanna do is you wanna talk about the end goal, $30,000 a month, we can backtrace that. This is where you're doing really well. This is where you can improve, not productizing your service, but more or less 
kind of explaining what the next steps would look like because in a sense, pre-assuming the sale, which I find to be a huge tip as well. I love that you mentioned pre-assuming a sale because that's the next tip I want to talk about. It's actually asking for the sale. Uh, we have a strategy of pre-assuming a sale. So pretty much within the sales call, you state that, hey, these are the next steps that we need to implement prior to your, your onboarding. So you're pre-assuming, but there's so many salespeople that I catch that do a great sales call and they say, okay, I'll send you the link to sign up where they sign up later, but they're not collecting their payment on the call. So ask for a sale, say, okay, great. Uh, it seems like we're a good fit to work together. Is it okay if we go ahead and launch the next step? Send over the link, let them sign up while you're on the call, and then you're closing your sales on the calls. 100%. And one thing that I find to be a recurring theme is the people that just ask for the sale on the call have a much, much, much higher close rate than the people who just say, okay, I'm gonna send you the link to sign up or I'm gonna send you the payment link or something like that. Um, just that single change increases people's close rate by at least five to 10% from what I've seen. So just applying that to your sales call is gonna change the results that you bring on the back end. I mean, imagine this, if, you, if you're making 100K a month, an extra 10% is an extra 10K a month. So you're almost to the next checkpoint, they're almost the next bookmark. So especially if you look at it on the smaller number side of things, if you're making 10,000 a month, uh, an extra thousand is a big percentage, it's a big chunk. Um, so just that little change alone will instantly change your sales process. And the final tip that we have for you guys is actually setting up the correct follow-up. This is why the CRMs are so important. This is why we see a bigger increase in sales by 10% if you just have a follow-up sequence. And if you have booked appointments, if you have leads, there's human error involved in that. So if your salesperson is following up with everyone manually, you're going to miss out on deals. So creating a CRM where you actually follow up with your clients and then nurture them and get them actually excited to show up at your meeting, that's how you close more. But even if you don't close them on that call, it's important to follow up with them. Don't let that deal just seem like it died out. Actually implement processes where you need to follow up with your prospect. 100%. And one thing that I do want to mention on top of that is with the follow-up process, you want to utilize every single one of the tools possible. You want to utilize SMS. You want to utilize email. You want to utilize personalization. You want to utilize phone calls. You want to utilize every single tool available to you because if it's available, it's obviously there for a reason, right? You can use it. So go ahead and use it. Increase your close rate. If someone missed an appointment, need to have a custom follow-up for them. If someone didn't show up, have a custom follow-up with them. If someone did show up but didn't buy, have a custom follow-up with them. So there is so many different options on what you can do on the follow-up. And most people, they don't even do the follow-up in the first place, missing out on all this opportunity. So definitely go ahead and set up some sort of sequence on the back end with personalization to get that person back into your ecosystem. I love it. Hope you guys found some valuable information. Is the hardest part is actually generating the leads and getting the appointments. If you already have them, don't make these mistakes to not get the client. So create these systems so that you actually increase your revenue. And again, follow us on IG at Mel Kielich and Christian Jamal. Follow our business account at Gentech Marketing. If you guys are a coach or agency owner, we do have a free Facebook group where we actually share this type of value all the time. So go ahead and DM me, Facebook group. If you guys are looking to work with us one-on-one, -on -one, DM me or Christian Seven Figures and we'll be more than happy to hop on a call and see if we're a good fit to work together. We'll see you guys soon.